Nine o'clock. It's a Monday morning. Terry Solomanda Smith. It is the ninth day of January. January 9th. Currently, we have 52 degrees and cloudy skies outside our studios. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good. It's already the ninth. It's already the ninth. Oh my gosh. You we're know how many just, more days until Christmas? We're just cruising I'm on through you, the month. This is crazy. It is. This whole year went by fast. It Last did. Year. It really did. So this weekend we went to the PBR, yeah. the professional bull riding. How was it? And it was so much fun. It was such a good time. Um, last year, it was a blast. Don't get me wrong. But this year, there was more bull riders that made it past the eight seconds. And yeah. so the rounds went longer and we got to see more of the actual bull riding. And it was so much fun. The Mason Moody, you were right. He yeah. was 19. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. When they were announcing him and it was like, Gosh dang it. I have to let Terry know mm-hmm, he was right mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. the age. Dang. Um, <laughs> it kills you on um, He was absolutely amazing, though. I did not know that he was such a big star when we were interviewing him. But, yes, it was it was such a – it was amazing. Yeah. Um, there was a few people that got – one person in particular, he had to get carried off. Uh, he – his hand got stuck in the, I think, the lasso. Is that okay. right? The sure. the What he holds his hand. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. It's the lasso. You're right. I'm not sure what it is, but he got his hand stuck when he um, got thrown off. And so he was being drugged and the bull was stomping on him. It was pretty bad. Um, so he got carried off. They said they would update us as the night went on, but they never did. So I yeah. don't know if they – they were probably back there just working hard on him. Um, and then another one, the way he landed, it looked like he broke his ankle. So that was a tough one. Um, but other than that, of, of the few injuries, um, yeah. it was it was such a good time. We had front row seats. Nice. Um, it, it was a blast. I, yeah. I can't – it's definitely a yearly thing that we'll attend. Definitely well, you worth took it. the whole family this time. It looked we uh, did. All of you guys were up there. We were in different sections, so we weren't all together, but we were spread out. But it was so much fun. So that's what, when I would go to someplace, I'd try to get one side of the arena and Patty on the other side. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> well, that's good. They have a good crowd up there? Oh, my gosh. They packed the house out. Really? And I think my favorite part is, is before it started, they had everybody stand up and we did a prayer nice. um, to pray over the riders and the country and, and all of that good stuff. And so, and it gave me goosebumps. And then they sang the national anthem and it was yeah. just a beautiful way to start uh, an event like that. It was nice. It was really awesome. Good. How long did it last? A couple hours? Gosh, we were, it started at 7 p.m. sharp and it went until gosh, I think like 9.30. Wow. So it was, in the year before that, I think it ended around like 8.45. It was a little bit shorter. It depends on how many riders make it through each round. Um, One guy, gosh, I think it was Aaron Williams was his name. He was phenomenal. He was my favorite. Just his energy when he won, he was just so excited. (laughs) And and then when Mason got out, uh, that was was a hard one. He was really, really upset. You could just see it. He threw his helmet down and my son, they, Mike. They wear helmets or are they cowboy hats? Some of them wear helmets. There was out of, I think there was t- over 20 riders. Um, three of them had cowboy hats and the really? rest had helmets. Wow. So well, you could tell like, the rookies from the, yeah, from the old timers. So the rookies would be the ones with the helmets? Yeah. Now, see, I, I would put it the other way around. If I'm an old timer, you know, you want to wear a brain bucket. Fair so, enough. Okay, little... fair enough. All right. You got that right. Good morning. Five minutes after nine o'clock. Bon Gino is up next. We'll be back in about a half hour, so stick around. We're not going anywhere. 
is 9.30, Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and we're going to go through this kind of fast because I want to make sure we play this thing. Um, today is National Law Enforcement Day, and we should honor the folks that are basically protecting us, Amanda. Yes, absolutely. Um, a couple of years ago, I put this together when I was still over across town at KBZY there, and uh, I just, uh, I like it. I want you to listen to this. Here it goes. All right. Salem's First Choice, 1490 KBZY. I'm Terry Saul. This is the story (laughs) of a police officer. Today, I will not answer the radio call that your boyfriend has come home drunk and is beating you again. Today, I will not answer the radio call that your 16-year-old daughter, who is very responsible, is four hours late coming home from school. Today, I will not answer the radio call that your store has been robbed or that your house has been burglarized. Today, I will not stop a drunk driver from killing someone. I will not catch a rapist or a murderer or a car thief. Today, I will not answer the radio call that a man has a gun or tried to abduct a child or that someone has been stabbed or has been in a terrible accident. Today, I will not save your child that you locked in a car or a child that you were too busy to watch went outside and fell into the swimming pool that I revived. No, today I will not do that. Why? Because today I was killed by a drunk driver while I was helping push a disabled car off the highway. Because today I was shot and killed during a routine traffic stop to simply tell someone that they had a tail light out. Today I was killed in a traffic accident rushing to help a citizen. Today I was shot and killed serving a warrant on a known drug dealer. Today I was killed trying to stop a bank robbery or a grocery store robbery. Today I was killed doing my job. A chaplain and an officer will go to a house and tell a mom, a dad, or a wife, or a husband, or a child that their son or daughter, or husband or wife, or father or mother won't be coming home tonight. The flags at many police stations were flown at half-mast today, but most people don't know why. There will be a funeral, and my fellow officers will come, and a 21-gun salute will be given. Taps will be played as I'm laid to rest. My name will be put on a plaque on a wall, in a building, in a city, somewhere. A folded flag will be placed on the mantle, or a bookcase in a home, somewhere, and a family will mourn. There will be no cries for justice. There will be no riots in the street. There will be no officers marching, screaming, no justice, no peace. No citizens will scream that something must be done. No windows will be smashed, no cars burned, no stones thrown, no names called. Someone crying themselves to sleep tonight will be the only sign that I was cared about. I was a police officer, and this is the end of my watch. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. We'll be back in about a half hour.
a little bit of showers coming outside. It is uh, we're raining on the forecast today. Highs around 54. It's going to be breezy. It's, wind's been blowing all weekend it long. It has been. Hasn't it? Mm-hmm. At least this morning for sure. Yeah. Terry Saul and Amanda Smith hanging out with you on this day, Monday morning. Yes. Okay. So um, I just got uh, some information that Kotex has announced a new um, Oregon Department of Education director. The old one, Colt Gill, I believe is how you say his name, is retiring. And so he will be done at the end of June. And it looks like a Melissa Goff. She is a former school superintendent. Um, it looks like she used to be with the Greater Albany Public Schools. Okay. She worked there for just three months, and the Oregon School Board Association, before um, Kotech took her, uh, asked her to join them. It looks like she, let me see here. Um, she worked primarily on updating group strategic plans, diversity and equality, um, Let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, she was a teacher, building administrator, and was most recently superintendent for the Greater Albany Public Schools. The local school board terminated her contract without cause in 2021, hmm. uh, following newly elected members' uh, opposition to the mask mandate and her quality of work. Uh, she said in an interview... Um, and yeah, so Tina Kotek has grabbed her up, and it looks like she will be the new person in charge of the Oregon Department of Education. So she gets fired for not doing her job, and then Kotek is like, "You're perfect. <laughs> You're perfect. You're exactly who oh, I want." Good lord. Um, there's a whole long thing of it. Um, I can send you guys the article if you want to email me. I can send it your way. It's kind of a little lengthy to read everything on air, but pretty interesting. Um, it's interesting how they pick people. Yeah, uh, It's people that they can pull strings with, like uh, use them as a puppet in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that just got fired and let go. I feel like that would be, uh, there should be rules around that. If you've been let go then from a school district, then I feel like you should not be in charge of all school districts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's not just me. When is, when is, when is, Katie Brown leaving. Um, is there a going away party soon. for her? <laughs> if she hasn't already, I'm actually not sure. That's a great is question. That, is that this week that she's she's done? I believe so. Okay. In all honesty, yes. Um, also, uh, keep an eye out on your mailboxes. The Oregon State of Treasury is planning on sending checks out up to $10,000 to Ooh. people with unclaimed paychecks, security deposits, tax refunds, and other unclaimed property. Unclaimed paychecks. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It says hmm. that um, they announced this week that the agency will be proactively returning approximately $10 million wow. in unclaimed funds to current and former Oregonians. It's a small fraction of nearly $880 million in unclaimed property uh, within the state, according to Eric Ingelson, uh, who is the Treasury's public information director. Uh, it looks like they. you can go to unclaimed.org.gov, and you can type in your name to see if you have any unclaimed. I typed mine in, and I have nothing coming. And that's how they find out where you're at. But there was a list of <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, you have a warrant. <laughs> Oops. There was a list of people, and you could see some, like, oh, they owe, they get, or they're getting, like, $25. One was getting forty nine ninety nine. It's just interesting. Odd. So If somebody has an unclaimed check that they don't want, yeah, uh, nothing personal, but uh, send it to me. Please. You yeah, know, quickly. Yes. <laughs> Call me. I'll come get it. <laughs>
morning, 10.30, Terry Solomon, Smith hanging out with you. And weather-wise, we have uh, 52 degrees, cloudy skies. I'm just looking at this. In, 19, in 18, 1875, Cheyenne, Wyoming recorded its all-time low temperature, 38 degrees below zero. 38 Burr. below. Burr. What's the coldest you've ever been? Besides in the studio right now. Um, I don't know. Mine was 18. Yeah, mine were never really, I don't go far enough. Below. Yeah, I don't go far enough for it to be like crazy cold. You don't have to go back far. It just, no, where, I mean, like, where you're at. You're, it doesn't have anything to do with age. Don't start in not about age, the age, but jokes. like far, like. Don't be dis- slamming me for age jokes here. Well, I was talking about distance. Oh, why don't you say so? <laughs> like you, like Alaska or Colorado, those yeah. places, I, or uh, I've never been those places. So. Well, you were in, in Pennsylvania, weren't you? Yeah, it's cold there. Uh, I mean, mm. I guess. All right, are you a kisser? I mean, not really. Really? Really. The average woman will have kissed nineteen different men before she gets married. Oh. Now, see, I'm only up to six men. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell anybody that, uh, oh, Terry. Okay. <laughs> so, the average woman, do you think uh, you've kissed nineteen different guys? I don't. In think your lifetime? So. I'd say no. Okay. Then I won't go on with the other uh, line that I was going to do on it, but never <laughs> mind. It's, it's, it's okay. Wait, I had something else to do, don't I? Um, oh, yeah. This, this one. And two people in Florida. Florida doesn't have some smart people there. They were arrested after one of them made a 911 call to get help moving the belongings from a home that they were burglarizing. Oh, Lord. The deputies responded to the home. After a 911 call came in, and uh, nobody was there to, to say anything, as they looked around, they discovered this man and woman who had climbed in through an unlocked door. The police deputies were then searching for the male suspect after identifying him from the security, uh, from the burglar security uh, facilities. Yes. Several items were stolen earlier that day. While two deputies were talking to him, the female came out and said that she had called 911, and the purpose of her phone call was because she needed help stealing the stuff out of the place. Oh, my and, goodness. And she wasn't done yet, the dummy. When She also says that when they were done, could they take her to the airport so that they could spend the weekend in New York? Oh. So I'm going to burglarize this house, and when we're done, can you give me a lift to the airport? My goodness. What is this world coming to? Stupid people. Did you, Speaking of stupid people, did you see our president? Uh, he said that 20,000 pounds of fentanyl would kill 1,000 people was enough to kill a thousand people it's like twenty thousand pounds is enough to k- wipe out half of the world's population exactly exactly sorry you, you mentioned stupid and he kind of popped up into my head well be nice to him because uh-uh. you know, he's he's exhausted now from his little trip to the border there he uh he, i think he was breathing some of the dust down there they kept all of the the, the bad scenes away from him they didn't want anything of course. To look, they wanted him to look like everything's fine it's under control yep uh, Do you know more about that? No. Just well, that? Yeah, just what I heard Bongino saying. Oh, okay. I wasn't listening, so I didn't know that he went down there. Yeah, he went down there this week. He's he's in Mexico, but he wanted to stop off because everybody's complaining the fact that he hasn't been down there. Right. So he stopped off down there for a brief visit. Uh-huh. God, I wonder I if anybody checked his passport. Him. Does he have a passport? Nobody let him back in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can't come here. You're hey, not well, welcome. See you tomorrow. Are you done? No. Boy, you have some hidden anger in you. But I'll stop, I guess. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Violent.